This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is Thursday, March 31st, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for tuning in ahead of this big weekend as we turn the page to a new month. We've got Danny West. He is a Arkansas recruiting analyst for Arkansas on 24-7, hogsports.com, joining us today to break down the, the surprise of the SEC so far in the 2023 recruiting cycle, Danny. Number three nationally, number one among SEC programs. Obviously, I don't know if we're expecting Arkansas to stay up there uh, when it's all said and done, but for them to be off to a start that they're off of heading into the spring evaluation period kind of speaks to the to what to what Coach Pittman's doing down there in Arkansas. That's right. First of all, thanks for having me. I'm a big fan of your podcast here, so oh, it's a pleasure to thank be you on so with you. I but, appreciate that. Yeah, I finally get my chance with you here. But yeah, you're exactly right. You know, I've been doing this for, I don't know, around 12 years now. I've never seen anything like it, to be honest with you, at Arkansas. Arkansas, you know, they've started out in the top five, you know, at the turn of the calendar year. And here they are at the end of March going into April, still number three in the country. It's just, you know, for somebody who's covered the Chad Morris era, not all that long ago, you have to imagine how wild this is for us. Uh, For those who cover the team, it's been a really quick turnaround. I don't think anybody really expects Arkansas to finish top five, and that's okay. But I've said since probably last July, Blair, I started saying, I think this 23 group has a chance to be their highest rated ever, which is only 18th. You know, you go back to 2004, they were number 18 in the country. So not a super outrageously high bar there, but still, I like their chances at, you know, a top 15. I think that's attainable and obviously they're off to a really good start there. I thought they did a phenomenal job in 22 to build off of some of the momentum that they were getting on the field, right? I think Mm -hmm. when you get the attention of recruits and you're winning some of the games that Arkansas was winning and you saw them flip a player like Isaiah Satania from in-state, he he had been committed to Oregon. He was all set to go cross country and play for that flashy offense. Um, But I think what they were able to do on the field really opened the eyes of recruits. They They finished top 30 nationally in the 2022 cycle. Number three, uh, number 13 among SEC programs. But, you know, I think for the longest time we've been saying don't really go off of the SEC rankings, right? We, we're going off of the national rankings. Right. And, uh, it's 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 very impressive to get a top 30 class at that program and, and kind of given the, the circumstances of, of some of the recruiting battles that Arkansas has to be in on. Uh, what have you noticed about the philosophy and maybe the kind of the methods to how this staff is recruiting under Coach Sam Pittman? Yeah, a couple of 
couple of things. First of all, I think there's there's a lot of value in his approach that we're not going to be outworked in recruiting. You know, they have several staff meetings throughout the week, and they put in the effort. You know, within the rules, they put in the effort and uh, go the extra mile and and tr- do their best to be thorough. Now, it's been a little bit difficult for them. You know, I think it's crazy. You think about Sam Pittman going into his third year here, third season at Arkansas, and he has yet to have a spring evaluation period due to COVID. So, you know, they're on the cusp of that, April 15th coming up, and I'm as curious as anybody to see how they approach that. But, you know, I think you hit on something there. There's really no substitute for winning on the field. You know what? I mean, we could talk about facilities and coaching changes that create a buzz or momentum or uniforms, proximity, whatever it may be. You could throw it all out the window. Go win games with the talent that you do have, and man, it, it really blows you away in terms of what that can do for you. You know, when you go beat a Texas A&M and, and Texas in the same year, that really opened up a lot of doors in the state of Texas, and that was an area where they had kind of fallen back a little bit after the dismissal of Chad Morris. So I was curious, you know, how much that might help them, and you know, I can't sit here and tell you they're going to get all of their targets in Texas. Probably not, but they're definitely improving there and uh, getting getting quite a few notable visitors out of the uh, Lone Star State there. But you bring up some good points, uh, especially in terms of winning. There's so much momentum around uh, the program right now, and it comes down to winning. Make no mistake, kids want to see you win more than anything else. They want to play with good players. They want to play against good players. This is just my opinion, but winning trumps just about everything in my mind. Yeah, Texas is going to be a battleground state, like you mentioned there for Arkansas, as they continue to hopefully build on a number three national recruiting class so far heading into the spring eval period. We're joined by Danny West. You can follow him on Twitter at DannyWest247, recruiting insider for hogsports.com, the Arkansas site on the 24-7 Sports Network. Now, Danny, I remember a a player in the 2019 class. It might have been the 20... No, he was in the 2021 class. Kingsley Suamataia, former five-star offensive lineman had been recruited by Sam Pittman when he was at Georgia. Uh, I think Sua Matia was one of the first offers that Pittman sent out once he arrived uh, at Arkansas. And Sua Matia had Arkansas in his top eight, uh, right? With with some a number of schools, but that just kind of spoke to the connection that Pittman's able to have with some of these recruits. Uh, had never been out there, never took a visit, but was trusting enough in the vision and the message by Coach Pittman. I think there is something there in terms of the trust that recruits are showing him because... You know, you look at up and down the list right now in the recruiting rankings. Notre Dame has nine commitments. Texas Tech has 13. You know, then there's a drop off. Georgia has seven. Penn State Mm -hmm. has seven. Ohio State has five. You know, schools like Tennessee and Florida State, Michigan State, they have five. Arkansas has 10. Right. And and among those are three four star commitments. So I think recruits aren't really hesitating when that opportunity is is arriving. Right. Like, I think they're seeing this as, oh, not only am I locking in my spot heading into the spring eval period, but I'm locking up a spot that is very, very, you know, in a way, I think really um, attractive to a lot of recruits right now. That's just kind of the from a nationalist perspective. When I look at that, I'm like, oh, if they have 10 commitments, that means that these prospects believe that this opportunity is something they can't pass up at this time. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot of truth in 
than that. And I'm sure every recruiting writer that covers any team in the country has said it at some point, you've got to get them on campus to have a chance, right? And Arkansas is one of the best examples of that, in my opinion. It's very much an undersold, over-delivered type program, in my opinion, area. You know, Northwest Arkansas being annually listed as one of the top 10 places to live. There's a lot of positive things going on here. So to get them on campus is always really key for Arkansas. There's still somewhat of a, a stigma, I guess, kind of attached to Arkansas. I hear it from kids all the time, you know, when they, they show up and say, man, I thought it'd be a lot more country than this. It's actually a very uh, progressive area, growing area. And uh, there's a lot to that. So when I look at the commitment list, you know, I see a lot of guys who made multiple visits to Arkansas and that's key. You know, it's, I remember, uh, I won't mention his name, but there was a former head coach not all that long ago that told me, he said, it's almost impossible to get kids here from out of state on unofficial visits. And I always disagreed with that. I think if you've got the right product, kids will travel. You know, they'll get in the car, even on unofficial trips, they'll pay their own money to come see you if the product is there and the belief is there. And for the first time in a long time, that's happening at Arkansas and they're reaping the rewards in in a sense. But yeah, just a ton of momentum right now. You mentioned the four stars on board. Three of those are at the same position. You know, tight end spot has been kind of, uh, you know, Arkansas is one of maybe two programs that has multiple Mackey Award winners. And suddenly, you know, it kind of dropped off there for a few years. Now you look up, they've got three four-star tight ends committed in this class. So shout out to Dowell Loggins, who came in and did a fantastic job there. But, you know, I'm really curious to see what happens on the defensive line in this year's class. There seems It seems that they're knocking it out of the park in every position group across the board except for defensive line last year for example the class of 22 not only did they not sign a four-star Blair they didn't get a single visit from a four-star defensive lineman in all of that cycle last year that's crazy to me they made a a coaching change at at the uh, defensive line position and suddenly they're getting all these four-star guys on campus I don't think that's any coincidence so Sam Pittman going back to coach I think he's he's very much a guy that if you don't produce as a recruiter, probably not going to be around for very long. And I can't say I disagree with that. In 2022, if you're at Arkansas, you know, you don't have all this home state talent that you can just, you know, you go handpick anybody you want. You've got to go out and earn it. And um, he's got to have coaches around him that are capable of doing that and he's he's made no bones about it you recruit or you get out of here yeah we're gonna get into some of those recruits right after the break you're listening to the 24 7 sports football recruiting podcast introducing the two-way v4 where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance with fuel cell each step feels explosive delivering unparalleled energy return paired with fresh foam experience maximum comfort throughout the game its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition the two-way v4 gives you the tools to play at a high level learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
We are back on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Blair and Gulo joined by Danny West, Recruiting Insider, over at hogsports.com. It is the Arkansas website on the 24-7 Sports Network. Danny, you mentioned it with, with Pittman, right? Like He comes over from Georgia, uh, had a previous stint at Arkansas, so had already had a familiarity with uh, the program and, and kind of how it works from within. Uh, had been at Tennessee, had been at North Carolina. I mean, he's had some stops along the way where he recognizes what needs to happen in recruiting. And, you know, I think what stands out right now is the three tight ends atop the list. You, you kind of, you know, stole my thunder there in the first segment, but I did want to ask you about Luke Haas specifically, I think was previously committed to Oklahoma when Lincoln Riley was there. And for him to, to join the fold, I think gives this class, you know, I think a lot of validation. Like there's, there's a message there where this program right now has three of the top 16 tight ends committed. Uh, I, I don't know if there's going to be another tight end group nationally that's going to be able to match up with with this group of, of tight ends that Arkansas is bringing in the 2023 class. What do you like when you've seen Luke Haas maybe on tape or on film uh, that, that makes you believe he's a, he's got a chance to, to be a, a big-time contributor in that offense? Yeah, he's a modern-day tight end. You know, a guy that splits out quite a bit. He's explosive, freakishly athletic, and um, the best thing about him that I can tell, they've had five prospect days so far. They flipped him from Oklahoma early in the year. He's been at everything. Uh, anytime the doors are open, he's on campus recruiting for Arkansas. He's a vocal type leader, you know, so a guy that I think kids probably listen to. And he's got the, uh, you know, the star stigma attached to him. Uh, number 65 overall in the country. Kids look at that, you know, as well as I do. But uh, so, you know, he's one of three. I think Shamar Easter, it's easy to kind of forget about those other two at times. And we're guilty of it too. But Shamar Easter is a freak, uh, 6'5", 225, right here in the state of Arkansas. And then Jaden Ham to go up to the state of Kansas, which traditionally doesn't produce a lot of uh, talent for Arkansas. You know, they've had a few here and there, but to go up there and get him as early as they did, I thought was really impressive. So that tight end spot, buddy, I, I go back to it again. Uh, it's kind of been missing. You know, you think about Kendall Browse and the offense, a lot of people question when he was coming in, you know, are they going to be able to throw to a tight end? Does Kendall Browse even utilize one? And I think you look throughout the course of his, his young career, when he has one, he loves throwing to the tight end. And now they're kind of restocking that talent a little bit. And I think Luke is probably, Luke and Shamar are probably the two that I would point to as immediate type guys. I think both athletically have a chance to come in and, and you know, maybe not start, but they're going to be in the rotation uh, very quickly, in my opinion. Yeah, so 10 commitments heading into the spring evaluation period. Some might look at that as as a ha a glass half full, glass half empty situation, right? Where you don't yeah. have that many spots available yet, but here you are with 10 commitments and it's good enough to get you up to number 3 nationally heading into the spring. I think what what's really fascinating to me is just how accelerated this process is for Arkansas, right? Like we touched mm -hmm. we touched on it before we hit record is that th this program right now is recruiting at a clip that really showcases is that they don't have any any like they, they're not skeptical they're they're not hesitating they're not afraid to take these commitments you know some pros some programs might be waiting or or holding spots or maybe offering too few prospects because they they know that later on they might right. jump in on some other guys or they want to really have a hand in the transfer portal or whatever it may be but arkansas is on the flip side of it they they, they are already with 10 commitments so they know these are the guys we want and we're not afraid to trust our evaluation and and get these commitments early on 
on. I think that that's what's really fascinating to me about this whole aspect of it. Yeah. And this year is actually even possibly a little slower than last year. I think they were a little more willing to take guys earlier in the year last year, whereas this year you can afford to be a little more selective at this point. And I think they're they're maybe pumping the brakes at a couple of positions, maybe a few guys that have been on campus uh, a few times already have been told, hey, let's let's keep it patient here and see what else happens. And that's the result of being in the mix for so many other guys. You know, when you can afford to be selective, I think you should be in in certain spots. Now, you don't want to be ridiculous and just turn down a good player in hopes that, you know, marginally you get a slightly better player uh, later in the year. Of course not, you know, but uh, I do think there's something to that. And uh, yeah, uh, so far, so good. Uh, Ten commitments, that leaves probably half. I think Coach Pitt typically likes to keep three or four spots for the transfer market, and you know that's paid off for him, too. We, we could talk all day about the high school recruiting that he's done, but man, he's killing it in the transfer portal, and you know, you would like to see that continue if you're an Arkansas fan. And so far, I think they will. Now, I'm still curious to see what they can bring in on the defensive line after spring ball and, and more names get into the portal. That's a spot they've they've got to shore up. You know, it's probably the one glaring issue that I've seen going into the upcoming year. The one question mark that I would circle, defensive line depth. You've got to have a guy that steps in as an interior defensive lineman. If you can find one, they really need one, in my opinion. Yeah, the transfer market is is obviously one of the big things there. And I think it, it's always about development and about pro potential and, and bettering your situation when you're thinking about transfers. And right now, I, I think Sam Pittman has a lot of ammo to work with, not only with opportunity to come and make an impact at an SEC program that has an upward trajectory, but then also, hey, come here and we're going to develop you, right? And I think those are two big pitches that yep. really stand out, specifically in the transfer market. So uh, there, I, I consider Arkansas to be one of those destination schools when you're thinking about the transfers and those prospects. And then on the high school side, I mean, you've heard this before, Danny, like there are some coaches, some programs that might try to stash away some recruits, right? Or, or maybe yep. hide them or kind of sweep them under the rug and kind of keep them, you know, under the radar per se, mm-hmm. uh, because you don't want anyone else to come in and, and snatch them up, right? Like if you find a hidden gem, you're trying to put that in your pocket for as long as possible. But yeah, I mean, the fact that they have 10 commitments and some of them are, aren't, you know, highly regarded or maybe don't have the offers that other prospects might have, you know, when they commit to Arkansas, they're immediately on the radar and other schools, other coaches are going to be like, oh, who's this guy? Are we missing something? Why is he committed to Arkansas? Let's go check him out in the spring. Right. So that's one thing that I'm going to keep an eye on, especially with Arkansas to see how many of these 10 either blow up or, you know, kind of explode in terms of their, in terms of their offer list or schools jumping in in the picture and trying to snatch them up. I mean, that that's going to be one of the things that uh, is going to be interesting for me to look at it, especially from a national perspective. Danny, anything else before we go? Anything else that you're going to be keeping an eye on in, in the spring eval period? Yeah, just overall. First of all, quarterback position is is probably the biggest talking point here in Arkansas. People that follow Razorback recruiting, they're as curious as anybody to see who they're going to come away with. And we learned earlier this week that Jaden Rashada, of course, five-star quarterback out of California, Pittsburgh, California, plans to be here uh, next month. So keep an eye on that. I'm still looking at Malachi Singleton, Avery Johnson, a couple of quarterbacks that they've been heavily involved with. But uh, yeah, any new offers that uh, might go out on the defensive front 
that's probably where where I'm going to be focusing all of my attention uh, in the spring evaluation period. But just as a, a general thought, I think it is very interesting that we haven't seen how they attack a spring eval period under Sam Pittman yet. So I'm curious to see if maybe they wait until spring ball is over and then just hit it full force or if they're spread out throughout spring you know, football and trying to make trips here and there. So that's yet to be determined. So I'm right there with everybody else. I'm I'm waiting eagerly to find out how they're going to do this, but uh, should be a fun one. And the quarterback dominoes continue to tumble. You can follow all the action over at 247sports.com and make sure you check out Danny's work over at hogsports.com, the Arkansas site on the 247 Sports Network. I'm sure we'll have an update, Danny, on Jaden Rashada, the five-star quarterback from California who plans to head out there next month. That, that'll be a big one. Uh, Arkansas, a dark horse there, I think, for that quarterback. Don't sleep on, on the Razorbacks. Hey, that'd be that'd be huge for Kendall Browse if he can pull that off. They've been a little bit patient with the quarterback spot. That's one of those positions I talked about earlier where maybe you pump the brakes a little bit. So I'm curious too to see what yeah. what comes of that. Yeah, we'll see more movement as more guys continue to come off the board and and uh, you know more offers are expend, extended and and schools move on to their options B and C and 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 all that. Uh, Danny, thank you so much for for joining us and, and enjoy your weekend. Anytime, buddy. I appreciate it. Danny West, insider recruiting, hogsports.com, covering everything Arkansas. You can follow him on Twitter at Danny West247. For Danny and our producer, Lance Glenn, I am Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for tuning into this edition of the 24 7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. of sports mixed with your pop culture along with humor and celebrity interviews your earbuds are enjoying the rich eisen show dan orlovsky are you still a Jaden daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy i think the three things that make it stand out for me are number one i think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft every quarterback in the nfl is accurate he's got the best on tape number two most transferable stuff to the nfl and then i think the third thing is pocket peace search for the rich eisen show on youtube or wherever you listen